Okay, Rabbi Isai, <clears throat> we learned a, a very fundamental concept here <clears throat> from the Chavis Avavis, and that is that there's two reasons why Kodesh Baruch Hu set up the world, and basically a person is forced to earn a living and work for it, and work hard, and exert himself, and have to go places and search for things and ways to make his means ways to obtain his uh, his material items that he needs in this world, his food, and that's necessary to do. The two reasons are, Bechina and Bita, one was that there should be clear that the person is doing Ratzon Hashem. And it's a testing ground. The second reason was Bita. Because if a person would have too much Menucha, and if a person would just be given everything by Hashem, and not have to exert himself, and not have to spend so much energy, so much mental energy, so much physical time and strain and effort to work, he would have too much time in his hands and that would lead him to sin. Therefore, Yofet Talmud Im Both are needed because Kol Torah, a person who's only going to have time for Torah and no work, is going to end up Sefer Betela Umishkachas Ovek. He's going to come to sin. So based on that, Chavazavav says, therefore, if you have a person who sort of has proven himself that, number one, he's not a person who would try to skimp on doing Ratzon Hashem. He's totally focused and dedicated to Ratzon Hashem. And number two, even he's proven himself that even if he has extra time and Hashem is good to him that he doesn't have to exert himself for his Parnosa, then there's no really reason for him to have to exert himself and Hashem will then provide him with what he needs, at least at a minimum level. No one's the Chavazvavs that doesn't say that he's gonna he's gonna become rich overnight with doing nothing. But I mean, this person really doesn't need a lot. What is he only wants to do is Ratzon Hashem. He's like Reb Shimon Bar Yochai in the cave. What did he need already? He needed a little water. He needed some food. Now that was good. That was enough. He'll have. He won't starve. Lo Yarev Hashem That's the pasuk he brings. He won't starve. No one's gonna say he's gonna drive around in a Tesla. No. But he's gonna not, he's not gonna starve. He'll have what he needs. His basic necessities he's going to have. Now, just to point out something that seems to be subtle here in the Chavis of Ovis, but something monumental, which is really a theme that the Chavis of Ovis goes by. What emerges from this the last couple of pages here that we've seen, and these two reasons of why a person works. And here we have a case that I could show you, Shavu says, where a person could be above that, and a person doesn't have to work. What comes out abundantly clear from this is that the reason that a person works for his livelihood is not to earn a livelihood. Right? That's not the reason. The reason why we have to go work is not to make money. It's not because otherwise I wouldn't be on my parnasa. That's clearly for the Chavis of What he's saying, the reason we have to work is because we have to be tested. The reason we have to work is we shouldn't have too much free time on our hands. And the proof is, because if you have a person who doesn't need to be tested, you have a person who doesn't have a problem and have too much free time in his hands and still will do Ratzon Hashem, won't rebel, he doesn't have to work. One second, he doesn't have to work. How's he going to get his parnasa? The answer is, like we mentioned many times in this Mesilas Yisharim already, the reason that we put in Ishtadlis and work is not in order to obtain a livelihood. That livelihood already is determined by Hashem. 
Hashem decides how much a person is going to get. Hashem decides how much a person will earn. And it's clear from right here that the reason why we work, the reason why we have to put in so much effort sometimes, is not have to put more effort because they have to make more money. It's not have to put more effort because they need to make ends meet. That's decided upon. But the amount of work that a person has to do and the amount of effort he has to put in is in order to be tested and to make sure that he doesn't rebel with too much goodness. And that's why a person, again, who has proven that he's above that doesn't need it. Which again underscores the idea that we mentioned earlier that the Mashkiach brought out again from this Chavis Avavis. That how much effort a person has to put in. And again, it's not only effort in terms of the shtadlus of just earning a livelihood, how much time, how many, how many hours his shop is going to be open, or how many hours he's going to be available for clients, that too. But really, any effort that we put into anything mundane, anything the, the, the material items that we have to obtain in this world, how much effort a person is required to put in is not dependent on his level of trust in Hashem. It could be maximum or it could be minimum is dependent on how much dveikus he has with Hashem. Is dependent on how much he wants to stay connected to Hashem in a ruchnius way. And if he can't forsake even the most minimum amount for mundane matters, then he's someone who has elevated himself to this level and said he's not someone who needs it. Hashem says, Parnasa comes from me anyway. I need the person to work for the aforementioned reasons. Oh, but this person is so dovuk to Hashem, like Rav Shimei How can I give up time for today? I should go plow. What's with my seder? I should go plant. What's with my davening? I should. All of the malachas you have to do. I can't give that up. And with like the examples that we gave, a person says, "Listen, I, I have to have a certain amount of time to learn. I have to have a certain amount of time which I dedicate to do chesed for the community. A certain amount of time I have to daven like a mensch. Those hours are sacrosanct, sanct, and therefore those hours." I can't put in effort. Hashem could say, if you're honest about it, you don't have to put in that time for effort. I'll provide for you even with the other times that you put in the effort for. And that's really clear what comes out from this whole idea, this concept over here. Just to add one more piece, which the Mashkiach Zolgazunzeit said so beautifully to answer a seemingly contradiction in the Rambam. The Rambam tells us in Ilkas Talmud Torah. So these are the laws he's telling us about how you engage in Torah study, how you deal with your engagement in Torah study. It says the Rambam like this, in Perek Gimel Aloha Yud, he says that, whoever thinks he's only going to learn Torah, he's not going to engage in any work. Eh, I'll take money from charity. That's considered he's making Chil He's disgracing the Torah. You can't use the Torah to say, listen, you know, I'm learning, so that's it, I can't work, I have to get from the charity. You can't do that, says the Rambam. And as the Mishnah says, If you don't have any Malacha together with your Torah, it's going to go to the wayside. It's not going to work. It's not going to be manageable. In the end, he's going to be molasthemus abrius. That's what the Rambam says. Clearly, the Rambam's telling us that a person cannot just say, eh, I'm only a Torah-only Jew. All I do is Torah. I don't do any work. Oh, how are you going to sustain yourself? 
Ah, I'll go to the rabbi and his discretionary fund us. Listen, I need money from your tzedakah box. Says the Rambam, you can't do that. That's a chil Hashem. On the other hand, the Rambam tells us very famously, at the end of Hilcha Shemitah V'yoyvel, the Rambam tells us, V'loi Shevet Levi Bilvad. Not only Shevet Levi could be dedicated solely to working for Hashem in the Beis Hamikdash, and they don't have their own land, and they don't have work, and they're provided for from the community. Not only Shevet Levi, Elakol Ish Ve'ish Mikol Boyoylam. Any person who wants to, Asher Nod Ve'ruchoi, that his spirit takes him Ve'hevinu Madoyli Bodol, and he's. His mind, his intellect says, I have to be separated from all of this mundane material world. He says, I want to solely dedicate my life just to serve Hashem. He said, I don't want anything to do with this whole world of the monetary world. Oh, you know what this person, you know what the Ramah says about this person? He's the Holy of Holies. What's going on? On the one hand, the Rambam tells us, don't think you could just sit and just say, I'm going to learn Torah all my life and be supported by tzedakah. On the other hand, the Rambam says, just like Shevet Levi was one group of people who dedicated themselves to Torah and Avedas Hashem, and indeed they were supported by the community. It's a blatant contradiction of the Rambam. So Zogmai Rebbe, Zogdemashkiach, Zogdemashkiach, a very simple answer. The answer is exactly what the Chavos Avovos is teaching us right here. For the general population, they require work. They require in their They need to have Torah. They need to have toil and Torah. They need to have toil and work. Otherwise, there's no. They're not going to be able to test them out. Is he doing Ratzon Hashem? He, if he has too much good, too much time in his hands, he's going to rebel against Hashem. Therefore, such a person who says, "Yeah, but I don't want it. I don't want to work. I'd rather not work. I'd rather just stay at home all day." Yeah, you know, I'll sit. I'll learn. I'll be fine. Oh, how are you going to support yourself? I don't know. The, the, the tzedakah will give me money. Oh, that's a chil Hashem. You just go on and support it by tzedakah because you don't want to work? Oh, if it's Torah without malacha, it's going to fail. And not only that, if you say you hide behind and say, I have Torah, I don't want to work, that's a chil Hashem. That's for the general population. However, a person who is not coming from that angle, it's coming from the other angle, someone whose spirit is just filling him up and saying, how could I waste a second other than dedicating my whole life to Hashem and serving Him? Oh, if it's mamish like the Shevet Levi, Shevet Levi was dedicated, already from Yaakov Avinu's times, he dedicated one son that's going to be solely for that. And here we have in this week's parish already, Baal is about that. Shevet Levi was segregated for that, from all of Klai Yisrael. They were dedicated to that. Such a person, of course, he's Kedosh Kedoshim, he's the Holy of Holies, he's, he's allowed to do that. And indeed, Hashem will provide for him. And Hashem says, come as a community, let's get together and support such a person. So it really depends where he's coming from. And as if a person has proved himself, like Rav Shimon Bar Yochai type, someone has proved himself that he wants to be so connected and so clinging to Hashem that he can't go of anything, any time for anything else, 
then indeed he's like a Shevet Levi. But a person who says, listen, you know, I don't want to do any work. I'll, I'll learn, sure, I'll learn most of the time. I'll also go on vacation, I'll also do this, to have recreation. That's not going to work. That a person is considered a Chil Hashem. Now, just to be clear, the Mashkiach brought a beautiful Bira Aloch in Simen Kufnun Vav. Just to understand, just to put it in perspective, really as a as a parenthetical statement over here, nothing to do with Chavis Avavas, but just to, to understand in our day and age, sort of the modern day Shevet Levi. People who dedicate their lives nowadays to learn, are they the Shevet Levi type? Or are they the other type? Are they the Rabbi, Shem, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, who says, I can't have anything but learning? Or are they like Rabbi Shmuel, who says, you have to have both work and learning? And he's brought clearly from the, from the Bir Alocha. You'll look at the Bir Alocha over there, in Simukuf Nunvav, he says it very clearly. He says, nowadays, when a person is what we call goes to Kola, he's learning Kail and dedicating his life to Torah, which indeed could be considered Kodesh Kadashim, he's still not within that level of what the Rambam means of Shevet Levi. And he's not in what the Rambam means that he's just pushing himself on the community of Tzedakah box to get supported. It's a whole different plan. Rabbi Shmuel says you have to have Torah and you have to have work. If you have Torah, no Malacha, it's not going to be manageable. It's going to fail. Like Rabbi Shmuel, and it worked. And like Rabbi Shemayichai, and they failed. Because most of the population cannot be at the level of Shemayichai. They can't just eat the bare minimum and live in a cave and just dedicate themselves 24-7 to Torah. Most can't do it. But nowadays, when a person learns in Kedal, he's basically putting himself into a system of Malacha. In other words, this is a, if we, for lack of a better term, this is a profession, a very commendable profession, a very dignified profession, no different than a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, who also have a profession, they get paid for what they do. So too nowadays with learning a kill. This person decided he wants to make his profession learning and giving to the schusim, to the community, and learning with people and teaching people. That dedication of learning has a plan with it. The plan is the community has come out and said, we want to support such people. We praise this type of, of, uh, of, of uh, life. We praise this type of way of living, of people who dedicate themselves to learning. Let's face it, it's a very small uh, population. It's a very small minority proportionate to the amount of yin that we have. Those who are just dedicated solely to learning and kail. But Baruch Hashem, the tzibur, wants to have that schus. And since most of the tzibur doesn't have that amount of time themselves to learn, so therefore they are able to support those who are learning and have a schus, have a share, just like Yisachar and Zvulun. And as nowadays, the way that a kail person learns is not that he's a shevet levi and having nothing to do with this world. No, he has to do with this world. But he set it up as a Yisachar Zvulun partnership. He's the Yisachar and decide he's going to learn. And there are Zvulans out there. Either he has his personal Zvulun or he's in a system that has Zvulans who are ready to dedicate themselves to support Torah. Therefore, that's considered, that is considered 
like a Yisachas Vulan relationship, partnership. Therefore, those people who are learning in Kail are really not within the Shevet Levi per se, that they are totally dedicated in themselves, having enough to do anything else. It's not really at that level, says the Chofetz Chaim and that Aloch. It's not really at that level. But at the same time, Chas Fisholem, it's not that the Rambam is talking about a person who says, well, I'm going to learn and just put myself and my burden on the community. And not at all. This is what talking about the community sees it as a privilege and a schus to be able to support. Therefore, this is all within the realm of Yofet Tamatayra Im Because he has Tamatayra, and most of his day is Tamatayra, and the Derecheretz part is the setup, the plan that he has, that he's supported by others. This is just to explain the, this phenomenon that we have in our modern day society, to explain it based on the Shevet Levi and the two Ramas that we just answered, based on Chavis Avavas. This is the, the, uh, the end of this idea of Chavis Avavas, except the problem is that if this is the reason, this is the sole reason why Hashem wants to make us effort, make us exert to put an effort for our livelihood to obtain food, etc., in this world, but Sadiqim don't need that, if so, we're left with a major question. And that question we'll get to, Mitzvah Shem, next time.